What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you involved in a town or community project that includes digital? The .ie Digital Town Awards with a €100,000 prize fund are open for projects, big or small, across a wide range of categories. The 2023 .ie Digital Town Awards, in partnership with Vodafone, are a chance to showcase your town's digital project. Apply now at weare.ie. Terms and conditions apply. Why does Avonmore Supermilk matter so much to so many Irish people? Well, in Ireland, whatever we're doing, we all like to get the most out of it. It's just the way we are. And we know we can rely on Avonmore Supermilk. It's fortified with vitamin D, so your body can absorb the calcium it needs to help keep bones healthy. It helps support your immune system too. So when you get the most out of your milk, you can get the most out of everything. Avonmore Supermilk. The most super our milk can be. Acast recommends podcasts we love. Hey my loves, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And if you like comedy podcasts, you're going to love I'm Grandmam if I do say so myself. Is it kind of cringe saying that we're a comedy podcast? Babe, we have to sell ourselves on the ads. Actually, yeah. We're two besties <laughs> who sit down every week to tackle a different theme over a cup of tea. We talk a lot about our experiences growing up as flaming homosexuals and we also talk loads about our mams because we're obsessed with them. We love our mammies. So pop the kettle on and listen to I'm Grandmam wherever you get your podcast now. Stunning. Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including the Tommy, Hector and Loretta podcast and the one you're listening to right now. This is the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast, episode 29, Fear Soup, a.k.a. dealing with anxiety. Welcome to the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast, where it's all about using the power of your mind to create hope, health, and miracles on your fertility journey. And now your host, a dash of science and a heap of spirit, Dr. Maria Rothenberger. Hey there, welcome to the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast. This is Maria Rothenberger, your host, and I am a fertility coach and therapist specializing in all things infertility and fertility related, building your family, even post-fertility struggles, parenting post-infertility and all that jazz. So if you've never been here before, this is the first time listening to this podcast, there you go. That's who I am. (laughs) So today we are going to be talking about, oh, that lovely little experience called anxiety. I know everybody has dealt with this, and actually, um, I I tend to be a rather um, chill individual. Uh, but once infertility 
reared its ugly head, I essentially lost my mind and was anxious all the time. So I know a lot about handling anxiety from an academic perspective and from a therapy perspective and mostly from personal experience because dang, you can read about it in a book, but once you experience it, boy, it is rough. But before we get started on the topic of today, I just wanted to throw out some um, announcements and reminders. Today, uh, the day that I am recording this episode, although it is um, not the day it will be published, um, but as I'm recording, it is 9-11. And so I just wanted to offer a quick moment of silence for those um, struggling with today. Okay. And next, um, a not so um, fuzzy unicorn topic. Um, It is National Suicide Prevention Week, beginning September 9th, ending September 15th. And just a couple of um, resources for you guys. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention has a whole host of information on their website. I believe that is AFSP.com, but actually let me just check right quick for you. Um, typing it out as I speak on my podcast. I'm not going to edit this out. Haha. <laughs> Let's see. Yes. American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, that is A, F like foundation, S like suicide, P like prevention, uh, .org. And uh, they have a whole host of information on there, including walks and things that you can do to support this cause. Also, um, if you know of somebody or if you yourself are struggling with suicidal thoughts or intent or anything related to that, um, please, please, please outreach the National Suicide Hotline. That number is 1-800-273-8255. Also, if you are a texter like myself, there is a text line, a National Crisis Text Line, where you can connect with somebody immediately. And actually, uh, you can text the word CONNECT to 741741 and you will be connected with somebody immediately. Uh, All right, on to other parts here. Um, An announcement about a new meditation that I released recently called Accessing Intuition. If you wanna know more about Accessing Intuition, there's a companion podcast called Trust You, episode 22. I suggest getting, um, uh, listening to that episode to hear about why accessing your intuition is really important. Basically, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see um, what I mean by this is that it gets you out of that Dr. Google loop, you know, where you're like researching for 12 hours a day and you just end up in the same place that you started. Um, Accessing your intuition gives you the um, tools to know from an internal perspective what you need to do, what your next steps are, what's the information that you need to listen to. Um, there's a whole lot more to that, but letting you know, accessing intuition is out on the website over at drmariarothenberger.com forward slash shop. Also, 
there is a brand new release of a free, totally complimentary fertility meditation kit. If you've not picked that up, that's also over at my website, drmariarothenberger.com. That's Rothenberger, B-U-R-G-E-R. Um, head on over there, click on the button at the top that says get your free fertility meditation kit. You can also scroll a little bit on that homepage down to the bottom. You'll see what's in the kit. You can also click there and then uh, sign up and it's, it's headed your way. Good information in there. Also some free meditations to start with. And that is plural meditations, plural to start with. If you just want to like dip your toe into meditation. All right. I, last announcement here, I've been getting a lot of emails from you guys. Thank you so much. Asking questions and giving potential topics for future podcasts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of them actually are related to couples. So dealing with coupledom within the context of fertility struggles. So the next, the very next episode that will be coming out of the Miracles Happen Fertility podcast will be on couples. And actually I have a special guest for that one. So stay tuned for that. Okay. The topic of today, this actually came up today because I was chatting with some friends via text. As I said, I like to text. Um, a couple of friends and I are, um, we met actually through the fertility world a long time ago. And, um, I've probably mentioned them before the two, the three of us are just never ending friends, um, because of our struggles with infertility. And we saw some pretty raw times together. Um, so we have stayed connected through all these years. There's one silver lining, a giant silver lining of our fertility um, struggles. And I was texting with them today and we were talking about, uh, one of them commented on, uh, hurricanes and I broadened that to, this is why I can't, I can't watch the news in general. I don't know about you guys, but I cannot watch the news because I'm, I'm probably a highly sensitive person, which is, a, it's a thing by the way hsperson.com if you are ever interested <laughs> if you are one of these folks that can walk into a room and like feel the the vibe you know like you can tell if there's been an argument or you can tell if it's like a happy vibe you might be a highly sensitive person that's a real thing check it out hsperson.com um anyway so i i am one of those i am a highly sensitive person and so whenever i see the news it really hits me really hard and i commented to them and then I'm sitting this, watching this news and then suddenly I'm sitting in fear soup. I'm just sitting in fear soup. And that's where I was like, oh my God, I think that might be a podcast. <laughs> so that's what today's episode is about. What do I mean by fear soup? Okay. When I talk about handling fertility related stuff, everything that comes with it, I talk about it in terms of both very left brain, logical, linear, one plus one equals two logic stuff, right? So I talk about brain-based things. I talk about um, really logical topics. And I also talk about really more esoteric things, very in the spiritual realm, um, very right-brained, artsy. I talk about both things at the same time. One plus one equals giraffe, I like to say. <laughs> so like left brain, one plus one equals two right brain. One plus one equals giraffe and sometimes gorillas and I don't know, uh, butterflies. 
Anyway, so today, fear soup comes from the left brain. Because what happens when you have any kind of thought or any kind of experience, your brain sends out the associated chemical. And when your brain sends out the associated chemical for whatever thought you are having, it sits in your bloodstream or it moves through your bloodstream. And if you perpetuate the thought over and over and over, as I'm sitting watching news about hurricanes and I don't know, political climate, you know, it's a different kind of climate. But um, if I'm sitting in those negative thoughts, then I'm sitting and literally in my body sitting in a soup of fear chemicals. So that's where I'm coming from today. Fear soup. All right. When you are sitting in fear soup, what I encourage you to do is notice what your body is doing. What my body does is my heart rates, my heart rate goes faster. I can feel it pinging in my chest. My breathing is more shallow and a lot faster. And then just in general, my mood, I am like on the edge, man. Everything pisses me off. I don't know about you, but I'm on the total edge. Because when you have all that energy moving through, literally moving through your veins, and also your psyche and also your emotional um, awareness, you you just feel like you got to run or do something with that energy. This happened to me actually just the other day um, when... I was, I don't know, I was just in a really, really, really bad mood. And I couldn't, first of all, I think that I was just not, I was like intentionally being unaware of it. I was just being, being, and I didn't want to change it in any way. So I was being really stubborn, which is probably part of my German heritage. Anyway, so I'm sitting there in this fear soup, in this anxiety, in this anger, and I went, okay you know what? I'm starting to upset other people around me. So I need to do something about this. And for me, I needed to find something that would immediately change the way that change the way that the chemicals or change the chemicals that were being released from my brain. So what I did was I went to the library because I'm a nerd, you know, hashtag a nerd's life. So I went to the library. I was there for like an hour and I came back and, ah, okay, I'm cool again. I'm chill again. I'm calm again. So you can hear me on this podcast. For the most part, I'm a pretty chill, like easygoing, like nothing bothers me kind of person. It didn't always used to be that way. But I am still freaking human. And I have those days that I am freaking out, really anxious, really angry, just irritable. I'm on edge all the time. And this is what I do about it. I go to the library. (laughs) And if I can't go to the library, I'll do other things, which I am going to be talking about today. So one of the things that I'd really love you guys to remember is that when you are sitting in fear soup, it means that you are perpetuating the thought. You are perpetuating a fear thought. And remember, there are only two emotions, ultimately, either fear or love. So if you're having any kind of negative emotion, you are likely living from fear. So there's a great neuroscientist, an expert neuroscientist called, her name is Jill Bolte-Taylor. And she has a fantastic um, couple of TED Talks. I've mentioned her before, but I'll put her in the show notes. Um, And 
She says from her research that it takes just under 90 seconds for all of the fear chemicals to be metabolized out of our system. That's from one thought. So what happens when you perpetuate the thought? When you get on the thought train, when you say, oh, this thing, oh, I know what I can talk about. I can talk about that hurricane thing that my friends and I were chatting about. So now I've just watched the news. One of the headlines was like so dramatic. I swear I was like, oh my God. And it might actually be true, but dang, they put it in caps. Uh, It was like millions in the path of category four hurricane. And so uh, what happens in my brain? I think, oh my God, millions of people, I think death, I think destruction, I think, right? And so I keep going on, on and on and on this thought train. And with every thought comes another set of chemicals being emitted from my brain into my bloodstream. And that's another 90 seconds that I have to sit in it. Another 90 seconds, another 90 seconds, and another 90 seconds. Oh my God, hundreds of thoughts can go by. So no wonder we sit in fear soup. We're not giving our body enough time to metabolize that fear soup out, to metabolize those chemicals out. So my sense is, or my suggestion to you is that first you notice, right? The awareness of what's going on. And if you're like me, then um, sometimes you'll be like, I don't want to be aware. Nanny, nanny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is, yeah, that, that, that happens. Um, but most of the time, if you can become aware most of the time and then do something about it most of the time, then you're, then you're golden. You're golden. If you want an aim, aim for like 80% of the time. If you can get b- above that, great. But aim for 80% of the time, 20% of the time, be like, I don't care. I'm just going to like be pissed off right now, which is ultimately your prerogative. But If, of course, you are trying to improve fertility, you want to aim for that 80% of the time. So today we're going to be talking about a couple of sections of anxiety here. The first section is really acute anxiety. Like, it's taken over, man. On a scale of 1 to 10, it's really high. It's up in the 6, 7, 8, 9 mark. If you're at a 10, that means like panic attack, I'm going to the hospital kind of thing. That That is extremely intense. It's very, very difficult to redirect yourself at that point. If you, um, if you were thinking that you can redirect and do any of these skills at a 10 and then you ended up not being able to do it, or if you've tried it before and ended up not being able to do it, it is entirely okay. I don't know many people that can do that. I know that I can't. When I'm at a 10, oh my God, I just need to like curl up in a ball somewhere, (laughs) like wait it out. And I suspect that most people are that way. So give yourself a break there. But if you are six, seven, eight, nine, nine's pretty intense still. That's a little bit iffy. Um, But if you're anywhere in that high acute place, then these are the things that you can do. And then the second little section is about preventing future anxiety spikes or going with the flow of anxiety at times. So a lot of this isn't, hey, let's get rid of anxiety. A lot of this is more, let's deal with it because it's there. So we're going to A, accept that it's there and B, hang out with it and like do something to calm ourselves a little bit to help us move through it a little bit better. So we're not kicking it to the curb because that creates fight or flight and we don't want to do more of that. We want to be chill. We want to ride the wave. Okay. All right. So this first section dealing with acute anxiety. Now there are hundreds of things that you can do. I'm talking about 
um, three things today. And if you've heard my podcast before, you've likely heard many other um, suggestions. So I, I suggest perusing through them and um, listening to every single one if you can. <laughs> okay, but today I'm talking about three things. So the first one is EFT, which stands for the Emotional Freedom Technique. What the heck is that? All right, EFT is based on acupuncture points, um, but you don't need needles. You just need your fingers. And what happens is that you tap on specific points on your body while saying almost like a mantra, and that signals your body to chill the F out. It chills out. It just takes the notch off of that anxiety or the, or the intensity off the anxiety a little bit. So for example, if you are at a level eight anxiety and you do a round of EFT, I'll explain this in a little bit more detail. If you do a round of EFT, then you're suspect you're expected to come down around one, one and a half notches. All right. So now you're still feeling pretty acute anxiety, but you can do another round and come down again. If you only move like half a notch, that's fine. It's totally fine. Keep doing it until you're down at your desired level of anxiety. Not that anybody ever is like, yes, I want to be at a four level of anxiety. Um, but go down to a place where you it's manageable and you can actually like breathe a little slower. So EFT, um, I, I actually should probably do a whole episode on EFT because there's a lot to know. But um, I'll put in the show notes the tapping points. Basically, it's um, on your face and head and then a couple parts on your upper torso. You literally tap on them while stating something like this. Um, let's say that I'm um, beating myself up because I just had a failed cycle. Okay? I just had a failed cycle. And I'm saying I shoulda, coulda, woulda. I'm really upset. I can't believe this. Why me? Why? Why God? Why? Right? So I'm thinking all these thoughts. This is sitting in fear soup. And what you do is you begin tapping on your, oh, gosh, guys, I don't know if you guys can hear this in the background, but I have a dachshund. <laughs> he's like, he's on my um, Papa's on chair right now. He's like digging because he's trying to make himself a little uh, soft spot there. You might, you've likely seen uh, Dexter, aka Monkey. We call his nickname is Monkey. You've likely seen him on Instagram too. Okay. Anyway, where was I? So you tap on these points and you say a mantra such as, even though I am beating myself up because of this failed cycle, I deeply love and value myself. So it's something like, even though dot, dot, you know, blank space and enter negative thing, comma, I deeply love and value myself. Now, a lot of people feel very uncomfortable with I deeply value or I deeply love and value myself. So I actually went to an EFT class once where the instructor said, you know, I often tell people just to say, and I'm okay, because it's neutral enough. And if you're breathing, you're likely okay. If you're able to sit in a space and do EFT tapping work, you're likely okay. You are. Um, so it's the truth. It's neutral enough and it's the truth. So you might change your mantra to, even though I am beating myself up over this failed cycle, 
comma, I'm okay. I'm okay. And even though you're sitting in fear soup, which signals your body that you're not okay, there's a lion and it's about to bite you and eat you up, gobble you up for dinner. You are telling your body, no, actually I'm okay. So then you become the boss of your brain. You tell your brain which chemicals you want it to release. And so then comes the dopamine and the serotonin and those feel good chemicals. Okay. So that's one thing, EFT. Again, I will put um, these resources on the uh, show notes so that you have access to the tapping points and different mantras and things that you can use. There are also all kinds of YouTube videos out there. Um, actually, there's a there's an EFT gal out there that does EFT work specific to fertility. Uh, her name is Sarah Holland. So I recommend checking her out too. I'll add her to the show notes. Um, she's phenomenal. She's in the UK. Really great work. I am not an affiliate or anything, so... Although I should be. I send her name around a lot. <laughs> hey, Sarah, I should be your affiliate. All right, so um, check her out, Sarah Holland. All right, the next thing when you're in acute anxiety is a skill from dialectical behavioral therapy called soothing with the six senses. And you might be like, six senses? What are you talking about? Well, in this case, I'm not talking about intuition and all that stuff that I sometimes talk about or that I talk about a lot and I value a lot. I'm actually talking about the sixth, the sixth sense being movement. It's just movement. So it's very left brain today, as I said. So, you know, your normal senses, your um, taste, touch, all those things, and then movement they add uh, in DBT therapy or in DBT as the sixth sense. So um, what that means is that you will look at kind of paying attention to what resonates most with you. I'm a very visual person, and so I like looking at things that calm me down. I like looking at um, artwork. I like uh, looking at different videos, things that really chill me out and like, okay, now I'm cool. Now I'm feeling grounded. Um, and so you'll kind of want to pay attention to what makes more sense to you. Um, sometimes actually taste has been helpful for me um, through like chewing a piece of gum, for example. Um, and that's also movement. So some of these things you can hit more than one sense. So soothing with the six senses means finding something that really grounds you in the present moment, whether it's... Um, going for a run, whether it's chewing a piece of gum, whether it's listening to some calming music, any of those senses that are touched, then you're able to chill out a little bit. And again, this isn't that you are going from an eight to a two on a scale of one to 10 of anxiety. You're coming down a notch or two and then continuing until you're down to your desired level of anxiety. Okay, the last thing that I would recommend is laughter. Now, laughter sends out a whole host of other chemicals that take over adrenaline and cortisol and other neurotransmitters that are released during stress. Although I do know that it's really difficult. You know, I, I don't often talk about my kiddos, but there is one thing I, there's a story that I have to tell you that recently happened. My seven-year-old was really pissed at me. And actually, I was pissed at him too. We were really, we were had a standoff. 
and he was staring me down. <laughs> Even thinking about it now, I laugh. He had this scrunched up look on his face with this scowl and he's got these chubby cheeks and I'm like, oh, freaking, he's cute. Dang it. How can I be pissed when he's so darn cute? And so I like cracked the tiniest little smile and all of a sudden he cracks up and now we're both cracked up laughing. And that really, really, really dissipated the anger and the frustration and we were no longer sitting in fear soup. By the way, this is a great skill called a repair attempt in marriage counseling. And we can talk about that actually in the next episode when we talk about couples with fertility struggles. Um, Laughter, really, really great. Okay, what are some other things that you can do? That's for acute anxiety. What are some other things that you can do to allay ongoing, especially, you know, low levels and higher levels and ups and downs of anxiety that we all experience when dealing with with fertility struggles. Um, so I have a couple things. Um, think all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Friggin' play already. Think about this. If you're at work all day and then you come home and you head to Dr. Google and you're looking at all this research about fertility stuff and you're not doing any of the things that you used to do for fun that bring you joy. Oh my God, you are all work. You're just all work all the time. You've got to engage right brain. One plus one equals giraffe. You got to do something for fun. Play some card games, artwork, whatever it is that you used to do for fun, do that. Be intentional about doing that. If you can't do it on a daily basis, at least put it in your calendar like an appointment and do it weekly. The next thing I would recommend is intentionally practicing a balanced point of view. Now, that doesn't mean, okay, all this shitty stuff is happening and now let me think about rainbows and unicorns. It, it doesn't really mean that. It means really ob- objectively examining how your day went. Okay, these are the things that went really well or that went kind of okay that I'm happy with. I don't need to change it. And these are the things that I wish went a little bit better or that were a little bit challenging. So that is a very balanced point of view because when you are sitting in fear soup, everything sucks. And no matter what, everything sucks that bird that is sitting out your window when on a good day you're thinking oh how lovely it's so sweet you're like get out of here bird you're so annoying you're eating my berries and you're making noises blah 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 right when you're sitting in fierce soup that's what it's like but when you have an objective examination of your day it perpetuates the idea that you can get into a balanced point of view this doesn't mean that you negate any negative feelings at all that you say oh those aren't valuable because they are they're great guides but instead, you're looking at both. You're looking at, okay, this part sucked. This part, this part was really okay. And the last thing that I would suggest, meditate, meditate, meditate. Dude, I cannot possibly stress this enough. You have to go listen to why meditation is important for you. The episode 25 that I recorded a few episodes ago. If you really want to know why this is so important, you have to listen to that. And um, if you prefer, or if you can want to do both, you can download that free fertility meditation kit. In the kit is included a brochure or a, um, a PDF file all about why meditation is really important for your fertility. Go get that. DrMariaRothenberger.com. It's totally free and you get a couple meditations to start with. Okay. All right, so those are the things that I suggest doing to help allay ongoing anxiety. By the way, 
oh my gosh, I'm just so excited about meditation. I just wanted to say this popped in my head. There's a whole bunch of research out there, but the one that pops in my head was about um, Tibetan monks that were actually researched through MRI technology and how their brain structure actually changed because of their meditation. I can't stress this enough. You guys would do so well for yourselves if you begin practicing meditation. Okay, that is what I've got for you today. If you um, get a chance, please go head over to whatever platform you're listening to this on and give the podcast a rate. Um, And stay tuned for next time. I have a special guest talking about couples stuff with fertility stuff. If you have any questions about that and you want them addressed in this episode, please send me an email, info at drmariarothenberger.com. I will likely be recording it within the next week and a half after this episode is aired. So, um... Uh, probably a week. So send me your questions if you have any regarding couples with infertility and um, I will hopefully get them answered on the air. Okay, so we will be ending with a brief little meditation and um, send you on your way for today. So this meditation is a really brief look at soothing with your senses We're just going to notice what our senses are doing. So first I want you to pay attention to what you're tasting. Maybe it's your toothpaste, a piece of gum, some food. What are you tasting? Just pay attention. And the next thing is to pay attention to what you are seeing. Perhaps you can locate items of one color. So look around you and find things that are green, for example. What are you seeing that's green? Just grounding you in this present moment of green. Now, what are you hearing? What do you hear around you? In a longer meditation, you can pay attention to what's close to you, what's midway from you, and what's really far away from you. But this is a general question now. What do you hear? And what are you feeling in terms of on your skin? Maybe you feel your clothing. Maybe you feel the chair underneath you or a seat underneath you. Maybe you're laying down and you feel a table or a bed underneath you. Really feel it. And then what are you smelling? What do you smell right now? Are you in your car and you smell some air freshener in there? Maybe some fresh greenery. And then in the interest of soothing with the six senses, I would like you to move, wiggle your left toe right now. This might seem silly, but it really grounds you in what your toe is doing. gives you a sense of full awareness on such a minute level. 
wiggle that left toe and notice it moving. Now breathe in and out, feeling just slightly more grounded than you did before the meditation started. I thank you for joining me today and I hope that you continue on today and have a great one or settle down into your evening and I will see you next time. Thanks so much. Be well. Are you involved in a town or community project that includes digital? The .ie Digital Town Awards with a €100,000 prize fund are open for projects, big or small, across a wide range of categories. The 2023 .ie Digital Town Awards, in partnership with Vodafone, are a chance to showcase your town's digital project. Apply now at weare.ie. Terms and conditions apply. So they say, if you stay in the ice bath for 25 minutes, you unlock your inner peace. Making you feel energised, healthy, full of... Well, uh, actually, I just take BioCult Boosted. Yeah, it does like everything you just said in one capsule. It nourishes your gut with good bacteria, with added B12 to give your immune system a kick while looking after your psychological zen. Oh, right. Yeah. BioCult Boosted. Notions free. Immunity. Are my feet still attached? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.